Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fiction. Science fiction. Horror. Fantasy. Crime. LGBT. Thriller. You have now entered the House of Mystery. With your hosts, Eric Shapiro, David North Martino, John Copenhaver, and Al Warren. FM Riverside and 1050 AM Palm Springs. We're going to be um, talking about a new book coming out on April 16th, so you can pre-order it. Um, And uh, we've had uh, one of the authors or the forward person before. We've had Jesse Ventura on, and now we have um, Jen Hobbs. So, Jen Hobbs, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So, Jen, how did you get involved with old uh, <laughs> uh, the old governor? <laughs> well, um, I've known him for about 10, 10 or so years now. Um, I, uh, I met him when I was the publicist at Skyhorse Publishing, which is uh, the publishing house that published... Uh, don't Start the Revolution Without Me, and um, I worked with him on that book tour and all of his other book tours after that, and um, he uh, he knew about my, um, you know, I guess you could say my background um, as far as cannabis. Uh, my, uh, my husband's a medical marijuana patient. Um, we moved to California a few years ago to grow medical marijuana, and um, his he always wanted to write a book about his views on cannabis. So uh, we got together and, and wrote Jesse Ventura's Marijuana Manifesto, and then a lot of the research that we put together for that book inspired this book. Wow. Yeah, we, uh, we had him on when he was uh, doing that book, and... Uh We've, we've dealt a lot with the publisher that's uh, been a, a really good publisher for us to uh, a lot of good books have come out of there yeah definitely they have a pretty diverse <laughs> um, 
uh, genre, pretty diverse genres over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I find it's it's quite 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 good. Um, well, so American hemp. Now, um, let's let's start with with some of the basics. Um, first of all, what do you think that? Let's talk about the history. Um, why do you think there's so much negativity toward pot or hemp or marijuana? The whole the whole range of it, like why? I mean, it's slowly getting there, right? Where it's it's turning into more positive than negative, but there still seems to be a group of people that are. Um, I don't know if if it's scared of it or if they're just angry about it or what. There's still some people that are against this this whole wave of going legal. Um, it, so where where does that fear come from? Do you think? Well, I, that's a really good question. It seems to be part of our culture in a way. Um, there, I, I feel like the, uh, there's a lot of stigmas behind it. Um, and I think primarily that comes from the fact that, uh, it was, I mean, marijuana and hemp were, you know, hemp recently was taken off the list, but they're both were listed as Schedule One narcotics, um, by the federal government. And when you're put on a, when, with that listing, um, that's right next to heroin. So, you know, for people that are looking at, you know, how dangerous is a drug, um, I mean, that's, that's a pretty strange comparison, you know, to, to put it in the same category as heroin. A Schedule One narcotic is a drug that supposedly is, um, highly addictive and has zero, medical benefits, which we know is not true of marijuana or hemp. So I think a lot of it is just educating people and um, making them realize that, you know, hey, this isn't true about either hemp or marijuana. And um, I think that the process is really starting uh, to come together now that the government has basically admitted that they were wrong. Uh, at least about hemp, and taken hemp off of that list and now labeled it as a uh, agricultural commodity. So I think we're going to see um, a big shift with that, um, and especially with people that, I mean, the generations born now where marijuana is, is legal um, in some way, shape, or form in most states, and now that hemp is federally legal, I think a lot of that fear and a lot of the misconceptions are really going to start to go away. So, so what what's it going to take to legalize it federally? Like, as in, uh, not just for medical reasons. Like in Canada, it just became legal in October of seventeen, and. Um, it's just legal period they 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 classify it like an alcohol so you know 19 and older you can drink or you can smoke pot so how far before we get that that's a really good question um i mean it really depends on who's elected right um it depends on you know what what uh, what they are willing to take on. Um, as far as marijuana is concerned, you know, we have over, at, at this point, it's over half the country, uh, over half of all the 50 states, um, 
have legalized marijuana in some way. Not fully, not, you know, fully recreational, but most have some sort of medical marijuana program. So I think it's going to get to this point where, you know, I mean, maybe all, maybe it'll have to be all 50 states that legalize it in some way for the government to say, okay, we have to come up with some sort of, you know, uh, guidelines here, some sort of national, um, regulation, because otherwise, you know, you get each individual state has, um, has, has different rules and it gets a little confusing, especially for people that are traveling in and out of those states. You know, you might have a medication that's completely legal in California and then go visit your cousins in Idaho and it's a hundred percent illegal over there. So, um, you know, it's, it's just going to get to this point. I think that, uh, we're going to have to, you know, face the fact that it's not a highly addictive substance like heroin and, and, you know, amend the law. Um, one thing that is really interesting though is that there are some politicians that are starting to get involved in the medical marijuana or just legal marijuana business. Um, John Boehner actually is a, uh, is on the board of one of, one of the very big, uh, corporations. I guess you could call it a corporation. Um, uh, one of the big, uh, marijuana companies and, you know, he's been coming out lately and saying, oh yeah, you know, it's time for the, for the government to just legalize this. And then meanwhile, his entire political career, he said the opposite. <laughs> well, I think that kind of runs if you're a conservative. Uh, it runs with, for your for your constituents, right? So you right. you don't want to be coming out pro something if you you won't get voted in. That's why, which is kind of hypocritical in a sense, you know. But uh, I, I mean, I'm glad he's come out now. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's just so funny because, you know, for someone to totally do an about-face like that is, uh, it's just interesting to see what the, what they end up getting involved in after they leave office, you know. Um, so we might see some of that, um, you know, at least from a strategic standpoint. It makes sense for marijuana companies to, you know, do something like that, you know, take a John Boehner and put them on their board and, you know, try and... Um, try and get the word out from that base, you know, um, to say, hey, it's not, it's not terrible. <laughs> it's yeah. not what, well, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm half Canadian and I go back up all the time from Seattle back into Canada and it's hilarious, the difference in attitude and the way you can go to a, a pub or a, a tavern, as they, it would be, and they have pot smoking areas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Not even that nobody even thinks about it, and uh, and yet in certain states you can watch uh, live PD and they're still busting people for it. Yeah, it's 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 just so strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just you know, yeah. I just kind of think, well, it's ridiculous, you know. If um, I think if you uh, do something wrong, if you get really stoned and drive, that's wrong. You do it's like anything, right? But um, right, yeah, and, you know. This is one of those battles. Now, I find very interesting in your book how you talk about a lot of the positive aspects that we get from hemp. And mm-hmm. and some of the things you mention um, I, I find very important. Like um, one, of course, you say it improves your health. 
Um, what are the biggest health benefits do you think hemp gives us? Well, um, when it comes to eating it for food, um, you're getting um, a lot of different vitamins, protein, nutrients. Um, it's actually referred to as a superfood because of the unique quantities of all different types of, uh, you know, the vitamins and nutrients in the hemp seeds. Um, so what you're getting is you're getting a, a high dose of protein, omega-3, omega-6, iron, magnesium, zinc, potassium, vitamin E. So it, it's a long list of just different, um, di- different uh, nutritional benefits that uh, you usually have to, you know, eat a balanced diet of, you know, vegetables and, you know, fish or chicken to, to really get all of those in. Um, and the really interesting thing about it is that you don't have to take very much of it to, to get um, a daily, you know, what you need to consume on a daily basis. So, for instance, if you, you know, went to the store and picked up a, a pack of hemp protein, um, you, you might only need to take about four tablespoons of that um, to get, you know, a rich uh, fiber and um, protein amount. So, it's uh, one, if you look at it from a serving standpoint, so like four tablespoons of hemp protein powder, uh, that satisfies about 50% of our daily recommended fiber serving. So um, it's pretty significant uh, when you consider, you know, how little of it you need to take. Wow, I, I didn't realize that. Um, and uh, we hear a lot about the, the, the CBD oil um, mm-hmm. and that being good for all sorts of things like arthritis and, and, and pain and stuff. Um, do you, do you believe that too? Or is that right? Yeah, yeah. So um, the the difference here is, you know, the the nutritional benefits are found in the hemp seed. Um, you're not going to get any CBD through if you. So if you go to the store and um, you pick up hemp seeds or hemp protein powder, or you make you know hemp milk from the seeds or hemp butter or whatever you know hemp oil for cooking, that's not going to have CBD in it because it comes from the seeds. Um, the CBD comes from the hemp flour, and um, that actually there's been so much research um, into CBD, uh, the cannabinol. In, um, in the hemp plant and also CBDs in marijuana as well. So uh, what they've found is that um, it helps so many different ail- ailments, um, everything from glaucoma to um, heart disease, um, pain from arthritis, as you were saying, um, anxiety, um, and just, I mean, um, Anything you could, I mean, it, it's it's incredible how many different things, you know. It even helps with um, some uh, neurological problems, um, epilepsy. And the reason why is because we have uh, the system in our body called the endocannabinoid system. And this is involved in a lot of different uh, aspects of our bodies. So um, some of it's cognitive functioning, some of it's our mood, some of it's our response to stress or pain. Or, um, some of it has to deal with our metabolism and our immune system, our memory. Uh, so when you um, take CBD, 
uh, the uh, CBD actually will bond with the receptors in the endocannabinoid system, and what it does is it will help balance any deficiencies or adjust excessive activity. So uh, that's why you see it has such wide range effects for people. Wow. Uh, yeah, and, and now another thing, when you, you mentioned how this will help with climate change and, mm-hmm. and cleaning the environment, um, wh- what have you found about that? Well, there's a couple of different ways hemp can do that. Um, the one thing that I found really interesting about it, and we, t- we um, in Jesse Ventura's Marijuana Manifesto, we dedicated a chapter just on hemp. And that was a, it was a difficult chapter to write because there was so much information <laughs> to fit into one chapter. Mm-hmm. And um, that's really what, as again, what inspired this book. Um, and the one thing I found particularly fascinating that I didn't know beforehand was that it, there's something called a photo, re, uh, photo remediation that, um, what that means is hemp has the ability to, um, essentially clean the soil, take toxins out of the soil. Um, and other plants can do that as well, uh, but because hemp has a really deep root system, it's able to take out more toxins than, let's say, a, a sunflower um, or ferns. Certain types of ferns can take uh, certain chemicals out of the soil. But um, what's really fascinating is all of the different studies that have been done uh, to to show the degree at which hemp can remove toxins. So, for example, um, when the Chernobyl blast occurred, uh, there were some researchers that brought hemp over and planted it in the soil, and they found that it actually removes uh, the radiation from the soil. Um, and then there's other studies as well that show that it takes out uh, lead. So, uh, for instance, over in Italy right now, there's a town of uh, farmers that are using hemp to clean farmland that was um, exposed to industry toxins and uh, lead was one of those toxins. So they're using it to um, to hopefully um, clean that out of the soil so that the land can be used again for farming. Wow. Yeah, and, and you talk about it's... Um there's there's a lot of benefits uh, so we were talking about health and we're talking about climate change and and stuff but there's benefits in industry and in and there's plenty of uses for hemp um that aren't just about um eating it or or, or take in taking it what do you think some of the be- best things that can do in society yeah so there are so many different paths for hemp, um, which is really the incredible part. We really hear a lot in the news about CBD. Um, We hear about, you know, obviously it's a nutritional benefit. Um, And then, you know, there's a lot of different uh, health and beauty care products. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. ...that um, already incorporated, you know, lotions or bath bombs or um, shampoo, things like that. But... Um, the, there's a whole other range, um, obviously, because hemp's always been used for uh, creating rope, clothing. Um, you can make paper out of it. But um, a lot of different industries are finding ways to incorporate hemp into their existing products. So, for example, in the car industry, uh, BMW has been incorporating hemp into uh, the doors of the car. So instead of using uh, carbon fiber, they take natural fibers and they use hemp to create those same plastic doors that um, decrease uh, the weight of the car, which helps you know with uh, the fuel economy and so on. And um, what this also does is it helps uh, make the car a little bit more eco-friendly because of the way in which you make that material with hemp, um, it doesn't use the same chemicals. So that's really um, a really big uh, environmental benefit as well um, when you're able to, you know, take, you know, add it to existing products and also, you know, obviously help the environment at the same time. That's pretty amazing. I, I I just um, I can't believe how much uh, possible use there is for it. Um, wh- why was it made illegal before? Like, what what was the problem, and when did they make it illegal? So that that's really an, an interesting history. Um, back in the 1930s, uh, there was a movement to. Um, to start a taxation system for marijuana. It was called the Marijuana Tax Act. And um, hemp was included in, in that act. And um, essentially, the, what the government at that time decided was, well, we don't really have, we can't really ban something, but we can tax it to the point where people would be uninterested in producing it or buying it. 
And uh, so, so that's essentially what occurred. Um, the Marijuana Tax Act was part of the IRS code. So essentially, um, if you wanted to, to grow hemp, you had to put in for, you had to, you know, sign up for a special permit, you had to pay the government, and then if you wanted to process it, you also had to pay, you know, a tax on that, and it, and it just, um, got to this point where people were like, well, this is the only crop that we have to pay all these taxes for, and, you know, I, is it really worth it? You know, I mean, is this is this going to? I mean, from one crop year to the next, you just never know how it's going to turn out. You could have, um, you know, an early frost come in or something like that, and and they just didn't want to take that risk at the time. So hemp became, um, you know, it just kind of died out essentially. Um, but what's interesting is, you know, the Marijuana Tax Act was passed in uh, 1937, and then um, by the 1940 by the 1940s, the government was asking people to grow it because we needed it for World War II, and they took all the taxes away, and the USDA actually helped farmers learn how to grow it. Um, they built all these different processing plants, you know, um, it was really quite an enormous task. And then immediately after the war, they started implementing these taxes again. Um, so it's just really, it, it's really interesting. And the reasoning why was because, you know, they were trying to say, well, it looks similar to marijuana. And it's just... You know, the leaves look the same and we can't, you know, the, the seed itself looks the same. So, you know, how is law enforcement supposed to know the difference? And, you know, that's always been one of the, I guess, the excuses that we hear time and time again from law enforcement in general. How, you know, how are we supposed to know the difference? But when you look at the plant, there's a lot of genetic differences that are pretty easy to see. So and now what so what are the biggest things that um we face um in in getting it legal in all aspects? So what do you think the biggest uh, uh blocker is right now? Uh well for hemp in particular or for marijuana? Well probably for all, you know, we could start with hemp. Sure. So um, with hemp, the the farm bill, the 2018 farm bill, um, made hemp federally legal. So all aspects of hemp are federally legal, um, but they're still um, they're still subject to regulation at this point. So uh, what the federal government did is it put out you know certain guidelines, and then um, it said to the states, you know, it's up to you guys to figure out exactly how you want to regulate this in your own state. So there are two states right now that decided that they are going to continue their ban on hemp uh, up till 2020, and then they're going to assess what they want to do. Um, so in Idaho and in uh, South Dakota right now, uh, hemp is still considered illegal and the same as marijuana, which is also illegal. So it's just kind of interesting um, that they decided to go that route when it's federally federally legal and uh, we have at least I know it's at least 40 states right now that have already legalized hemp and are looking to um, 
put together plans to uh, get people to, you know, put hemp in the ground this year. Um, so some of it, again, is, you know, misconception, but I think the one challenge that we might have is going to be with CBD because uh, technically since hemp is now federally legal and that makes CBD from hemp federally legal, the um, FDA is going to have to weigh in on the guidelines around that, um, you know, if it can be put in uh, beverages, for instance, um, which it already is because states have legalized that, certain states have legalized that, but on a federal level, um, you know, what are they going to allow, what are they not going to allow, what the parameters are. Um, and they're supposed to be deciding that um, they were supposed to have a meeting on it this month, but it was postponed to May. So it, we we still don't really know. <laughs> um, but well, I think I think some of it is probably there's a lot of uh, misinformation or a lot of things people don't understand. Uh, what well, okay? So maybe to in a simple sort of explanation, what is the difference between cannabis, hemp, and marijuana? Like what's what what is the difference when people are they, they seem to use these words interchangeably, but they're not really the same, are they? Right, exactly. And that's part of the problem is, you know, it has been used interchangeably for so long because our law our laws have said it's the same for so long, and it's not. <laughs> um, so, you know, the first uh, chapter of the book, I kind of go over all of the differences between the two. So just in a, uh, the, I guess the basic way to uh, describe it is um, hemp and marijuana are both, uh, they're both cannabis, um, but uh, most people are, are labeling them as kind of cousins right now. They're, you know, they're related, but they're not the same. Um, and marijuana has a higher THC content in it than hemp does. Um, THC is the, the psychoactive element. Um, so you can actually smoke um, hemp and you won't get high because it has 0.3% THC, whereas marijuana has much more. So that's the, the basic difference. But um, from appearance-wise, they look also extremely different. Hemp looks more like bamboo as it grows. Uh, it's grown more... Um, in a field similar to the way you'd grow corn. Um, it's a very high stock. And um, marijuana is more of a bush. It's more of like a tree, low tree shape. And um, while their leaves are, the leaves are same, the same as far as how many, um, the, the leaves look the same, but the uh, marijuana leaf is usually fatter than the hemp leaf. It's uh, a skinnier leaf. And um, I guess the major difference between them is if you grow hemp in too close of a proximity to marijuana, the pollen from the hemp will actually turn the marrow will actually decrease the content of THC in the marijuana to the point where it's not worth smoking for the euphoric effects. So hemp essentially can cancel out um, marijuana's recreational or medical use <laughs> if it's grown in <laughs> proximity to it. Um, and there's a lot of other uh, little differences. I mean, genetically wise, we can tell if you go, you know, if you take it to a lab, they can tell you immediately if it's hemp or marijuana. Um, 
Well, mm. hemp tends to be used more for things like paper and clothing and stuff like that. Right, right, exactly. It's, I mean, it, there's a reason it's called industrial hemp. It's, uh, it's more for those purposes, exactly. Yeah, and now, are there? What are the other purposes for the um, for the cannabis, or is it just uh, for, uh, about um, for marijuana? Yeah, for marijuana, it's just that one purpose. That's all. That's all it is. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what? So, uh, what? What kind of feedback are you getting um, uh, releasing a book like this and doing this sort of work? Um, what's the general um, attitude you get from people? Well, um, it's really interesting. When uh, when Jesse Ventura and I, um, when we went on tour with the Marijuana Manifesto, that was back in 2016, and people that we spoke to were really, um, they, a lot of people didn't know about all of the things that hemp could do or um, all the medicinal properties of cannabis, and they, it really opened their eyes to um, a lot of information and a lot of American history that we really aren't taught. You know, it's not really easy to go out and find this information, um, especially even online. It's it's a little tricky to to pull up, um, you know, the relevant articles. Um, so, you know, between that and then with this book, um, I hope that it continues to, you know, really help to educate people about the two plants. And definitely um, the one thing that I really find interesting is that, you know, when you look at polling, and um, they always refer to Gallup polling in the country for, you know, for marijuana, you know, should it be legal, should it not? Overwhelmingly now, it's like past 60% want it legal. And um, I feel like the more information that we can get out there to people to really push, you know, to show that, hey, it's not as dangerous as you were led to believe, um, can only can only help um, for people, you know, health wise, and for the economy and for the environment. Yeah, yeah. So, and and I was so I was going to ask, what what do you hope people get out of your book? Yeah, that's basically it. I mean, I what? Well, yeah, I mean, I want to. The the reason I really wrote it as well was because um, I wanted to show that prohibition uh, really doesn't help anybody. You know, I mean, we've had this prohibition on cannabis since the, you know, uh, on and off throughout our history since the, the 1930s, and it doesn't help us, you know. I mean, everyone knows the story about um, prohibition for alcohol in America and how, you know, all it did was made gangsters powerful. You know, it didn't take alcohol away. It just put it in the hands of criminals and, it didn't really help anybody, you know. It didn't stop people from drinking. Um, and when you legalize something, you can regulate it. You can, you know, make it safe to consume. You can, you know, make sure, for instance, as it pertains to cannabis, that it's grown without pesticides and that, um, you know, it's safe to consume. So, you know, I, the reasoning behind it is really that, that um, prohibition doesn't do anything but harm us and harm our economy. And there's really a lot of uh, tax to be collected as well on, on things like this, isn't there? 
Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That was actually one of the main reasons they um, they they took away prohibition. Was they're like, hey, you know, you're drinking anyway, and I'm not, you know, the federal government's not getting their tax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, a, a lot of um, a lot of uh, states, and um, I mean, you have to, uh, for marijuana in particular. There's so many taxes you have to pay. Um, especially if you're growing it recreationally. And um, hemp is still, you know, since it's an agricultural crop, it's hopefully never going to come to that. Um, but, you know, you still have to pay a permit and an application fee and, you know, uh, have enough capital to get started up, um, you know, to be approved for, for uh, growing it. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, I mean, that... <laughs> the federal government was probably taking a look and saying, well, you know, we can get a little bit more money if we just legalize this. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, okay, so now um, what kind of um, uh, information do you want to give out about yourself? As in, do you have a website, blog, uh, anything like that? Um, and uh, where can people get a hold of you? Sure. So I started a blog uh, to go along with this book because, um, you know, especially since the Farm Bill was passed, there is so much information out there. And um, I just wanted to keep people up to date on on the latest information uh, as far as hemp legalization goes and, um, you know, any medical studies that come out um, that are, you know, promising that, um either pertain to some of the topics in the book or are completely new topics. And so the, um, the blog is uh, free to read, um, and it's a subscription model, so you put in your email, and then as a blog post is, uh, is up, you get an email about it. And the website is americanhemp.substack.com. Fantastic. And the book goes on sale on the 16th. Um, I'm sure it'll be at all major and small bookstores as well as Amazon. Yep, yep. That's on Barnes and Noble, Amazon. I saw it uh, listed on Target, um, IndieBound. So you know, anywhere books are sold, you can either buy it online or possibly in the store. Uh, the Christian bookstores. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll get it for that. But. Um, this has certainly been a pleasure. You're a joy to talk to, and um, and for our listeners, we'll have the book on our page as well, so you can just do one click if you're listening through the website or through your phone or th through the app. And um, again, um, Jen Hobbs, American Hemp. The book is out April 16th. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It was It was a lot of fun. To find out more about our show, guests, or to listen to past shows from our archive, please go to www.houseofmysteryradio.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show is over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Yeah. Good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. 